Welcome back, everyone, to the Coconut Curry, a place where you can be an agonizing Eagles fan and a really happy Phillies fan. We are the Coconut Curry Podcast. If you haven't been here before, we are three college guys at the University of Pittsburgh. We talk sports. We have a good time doing it. If you like what you see, please like, comment, and subscribe. It helps us out a bunch. Uh, we missed last week's episode if you keep following along, so sorry about that. You know, college life took its yeah. toll, and the Eagles, not the Eagles game, the Phillies game also took its toll as we were celebrating a week of <laughs> really good fortune. And that's what we're going to start off with, MLB news, which we never talk about the MLB, so yeah, here we, we are. But we're back. We only, we're so back. I don't talk about the MLB much, but I do when the Phillies are good. <laughs> yes. Big dubs only Phillies take down the Braves and the NLDS, as well as um, the Astros winning their series and then the Rangers winning their series. So we've got... Diamondbacks versus Phillies, Astros versus Rangers. I Raj, just reaction as a Phillies fan. What's going through your head right now? We're so back. We're so back. Uh, Castellanos owns Strider. It's it, honestly like my honest reaction was when we went and watched it on Saturday. I think I lost my voice. Mm-hmm. And at TC or at one of our local uh, pubs. I mean, <laughs> we're twenty one. We yeah, yeah. We'll say you go there. I, meant, I, didn't, I didn't mean TC. I meant Boots, but. Oh, oh, we went there on Thursday. Thursday, and then on Thursday, I also yeah. lost my voice again. Yeah, 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 watching the Phillies, and I also had an exam the next day. So, oops, yeah. worth it. <laughs> but it honestly, this run has been crazy. It's reminiscent of. I don't think it's the same as last year. We're not the underdogs anymore. This is like this. Well, is, you were the underdogs against the Braves. Yeah, I mean, I mean like right now. Though, oh, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying like right now, throughout this, yeah, before yeah, we were yeah, the sixth yeah. seed, now we're the four seed. Now it's a much more of like a closer yeah, thing. Yeah, Ninety-one yeah, yeah. team. We yeah. have second best odds right now. I think we might jump, or Rangers might jump now because they're up. Yeah, Rangers were plus one hundred odds. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this on Monday night. It's probably uploaded Tuesday, sometime mm-hmm. maybe Wednesday. So Monday night, right now, the Rangers are up. I don't know what the score currently is, but they were up big a little bit ago so rangers are now currently plus 110 which means you almost will have to start they're almost start being favored to win the world series mm-hmm. like outright like yeah. five three top of the eighth five three top. so rangers. rangers win that game they're gonna be up two all on the astros and of course the phillies stealing, are stealing two games at home um like on away the road, yeah that's i the astros are i don't know what's going on with them as a resident Yankees fan, I love watching the Astros. I games. mean, me yeah. too. I, I kind of have a bone to pick with Jose Altuve. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, cool. It's a specific bone to pick with this specific person. But. And also Jordan Alvarez. I'm still scarred. It's just pain. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, I was kind of hoping for a rematch, but it's going to be really tough down 2-0 in the series. 64% of uh, people who win game one win the series. If yeah. you go up 2-0, it's probably like 85% or so. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be challenging for them to win out the series. It's probably going to be a Rangers, and I'm going to say it's going to be a Phillies. World it series. looks like it's going to be Rangers-Phillies. I mean, listen, the Diamondbacks had a great run through that beginning stage. They could still continue that magic coming through, but if you just look at the quality of competition face, like yeah. the Braves are a much better team than, well, not much better, but they're better than the Dodgers, and I just don't, how long can the Diamondbacks sustain something like this? Is My question. thing is, like, this is definitely like a miracle run for the Diamondbacks right now, just because, like, they were not supposed to be this good this year at all. Like they they started playing way above their pay grade, and their their bats are absolutely fine. They dominated this last series, and I mean, the only thing that I would be scared about if I was a Phillies fan, yeah. I'd be looking at this is like the Braves just could not hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was wrong with them; they just couldn't hit. And if the Diamondbacks get on a streak where they just start hitting bombs, like. Who was the one pitcher that came in and nearly blew one of the games? Kimbrel. 
Kimbrel did it once. No, it was like Dominguez or uh, something. Sir Anthony Dominguez, yeah. Yeah, Dominguez. Like, if Dominguez comes in and... No, no, Soto, who did that? Soto, did, Soto that, that yeah. did that? Okay. Oh, I forget. What? No, no, no. I'm saying that during... It was other game, like, one or two. Was it the Saturday game? Uh, what, was I sitting there saying, we survived the Sir Anthony Dominguez? And yes. Like, yeah, then it was oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Dominguez. Oh, bases loaded. It was bases loaded. We're like... No, no, no. That wasn't Dominguez. That was Soto. Jesus Christ. Oh, whatever. whatever. You get what I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it was... The entire point that I'm trying to make is like if you get into one of those situations where it's like what the Toyota Rev fourth yeah. or the or some bad pitchers having like a bad thing, like you're gonna get shelled. Yeah. Because yeah. they're it's gonna be like back to back to back big hits every mm-hmm. single time. Now they're pitching, not that good. They got one good ace, and I think the Phillies have uh, like some of the best like combo of bat like batters like in the MLB right now. But I mean that's the only thing that can scare me. It's like if they get streaky, they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, period. I mean, the biggest thing is, was what we saw in the Braves series more the Phillies pitching? Or, or was, was it more the Braves, the Braves bad batting? Ass, and that yeah. will really decide the series. Because mm-hmm. we got to be careful. They, we get bone rushed at home today. And the Bra- the Diamondbacks start putting up a lot of runs early. Exactly. We start getting in trouble. It's not like the Phillies have been hitting particularly well. They hit really well in the game uh, three at Philly yes. when they went yep. up 8-2. But besides that, it's been just fine. They've been batting good enough with the low run score. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the Braves have a decent pitching staff, so it's mm-hmm. not like well, it's hitting... really just Strider. But Free Freed's good. They also have a good bullpen. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, like you said, they're fine. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to take the Phillies to win it and get back to the world. Not world. Yes. Yeah. Wow. World Series. Shoot. Yeah. NLDCS. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Just the World Series are. We're already there. We're so bad. We're halfway through October. Yeah. Raj, it's eight more topper. Eight more topper. How many more JT? Wait, how many more JC? J- eight what? more. Because topper would stay in the locker room. How many oh, more JT? Yeah. Uh, I see. I like what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Astros, Rangers. I think all of us are taking the Rangers at this I point. At this point, it, they just, just got to put the numbers. They just look good. Yeah. Unless we get a Jordan Alvarez flu game. Yeah, honestly. But, but that doesn't. Yeah, unless the last happen. minute change comes through. But you'll obviously hear that next time we're on. So. Baseball is fun. Baseball is interesting. Um, that is probably the last we're well, going to talk about. Baseball postseason is interesting. Baseball postseason, especially when you have resident Phillies fans and exactly. a resident Mets fan that we're friends with who we like. To exactly. On. I'd love ripping on them so much. Um, moving on to the NFL, we didn't record last week, so we wanted to break down a few key wins or losses, depending on how you look at it, <laughs> for last week's game. So I'm going to kick it over to Peter yeah. to talk about those. So for kind of the key games last week, there was a lot of kind of just like boat races and like not really some close games. Uh, but some of the important ones with the Bears beat the Commanders 40 to 20. I have no idea how this happened. We were sitting in Boots, our, one of our bars, on Thursday night watching this happen. And it was a Justin Fields masterclass and a Commanders. You do not hear many of those. Yeah, you you and you will not hear it this week. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an absolute masterclass last week. Um, an absolute disaster class for the Commanders. They just didn't look like they wanted to win at all. I think they just came and they looked cocky. They didn't seem like they were really uh, like wanted to. They didn't look like they wanted to win. Mm. Like that's just what the way it worked. Um, the Bears, they were popping off. This was where DJ Moore had um, like three touchdowns for yeah, an ungodly amount of yards. A crazy DJ Moore game. Yeah, he absolutely saved me in fantasy. Um, but that was an awesome game to watch. It showed that Bears fans have some hope, just enough to rip it away from them, <laughs> which is what happened this week. But uh, moving on from that, uh, one of the toilet bowls of the week, uh, the Jets beat the Broncos on week five, and that was a Nathaniel Hackett revenge game. Um, I am so happy about I'm that. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. Nobody. Sean Payton. I just. 
we talked we've talked about it extensively on the podcast and we talked about it when the comments happened initially from Sean Payton against Nathaniel Hackett just extremely happy it came full circle and bit them in the ass just because Mm -hmm. the Broncos were talking way ahead of schedule they were hoping their like elite defense came over and that Sean Payton would just fix the offense neither happened the Broncos are terrible and I'm just happy for the Jets and their organization. I'm not happy for the Jets this week, and we'll get into that. Um, but I'm happy for the Jets last week that they were able to get that win. Yeah, and exactly. Well, just a little bit of high, like just a little go ahead to be three and three for the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. That's huge, huge. especially the teams they played. Yeah, huge. Yeah, and then uh, kind of last detail is the 49ers beat the Cowboys 42 to 10. They pants them on Sunday Night Football. It was an absolute masterclass. Exactly by what Brock I thought Purdy. Would and yeah, by Brock Purdy and Chris McCaffrey and their defense looked incredible. Um de- Cowboys, they just looked like out, completely out of the league. I don't know if it was just because the 49ers came out and just punched them in the mouth or what it was, but it was like it was unreal. It looked like a college team playing against an NFL team. It was crazy. And Dak Prescott is at four out of 10 interceptions on the year. Like you yeah, said, he, well, he said he wasn't going to throw 10 and now he's already at four. Yep. So it's not looking, <laughs> the odds aren't looking very good for him. Um, Over under one and a half interceptions tonight against the chargers under. I'll give wait one and a half. Ooh. Yeah, that's if you gave it a half, I would go over, but under uh, one and a half. Uh, you know what? Two over. Two over. Give it to I, I think he's gonna give it to give him the six on the year. <laughs> exactly. Give give me a nice big old six. Yeah, that's just a game where the Cowboys always like there was this like kind of underneath narrative that they hadn't beaten good teams and they only beat in the really bad teams in the league. But it was like four game season, like four yeah. game season so far. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, like you don't whatever. play the teams you play. But now after losing to the Cardinals and the 49ers, who are better than the Patriots, Jets, and what else do they play? Oh. Giants. Um, yeah. You're like, wow, the Cowboys really just beat up on a bunch of bad teams. Yeah. Played two decent teams because the Cardinals are decent. And yeah. Are you still conspiring uh, <laughs> that they are a great team that is just tanking on purpose? Well, I was never saying they were a great team. They're just a solid team. That's they're, just a, they're a lot better than people think, but they're they just... need to lose football games. Okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> because if they don't lose football games, they're not going to get good players. And if they yeah. don't get good players, then they're never going to actually be that good. Fair. Um, I like the Joshua Dobbs show, but listen, he's not the quarterback of your future. Let's be honest. Yeah. And Kyler Murray has been playing Call of Duty every, every day since his injury. Dude, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out. He is going to be oh, grinding. No. Real quick, we can talk about this because this happened kind of last week. The AJ Dillon playing the farming simulator in the morning. <laughs> oh, that was so It was so Twitter's funny. favorite story. So yeah. if you're not familiar yeah. with it. AJ Dillon running back for the Packers was up at an ungodly hour. I think it was 4 a.m. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Streaming. Just playing a farming simulator. Like on Twitch. And so everyone like was streaming. like, wow, imagine you're like backup running back just playing farming simulator at 4 a.m. on game week. <laughs> it was nuts. It was your starting fantasy running back is up playing farming simulator at 4 a.m. Yeah, it was <laughs> just driving a plow. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's literally just like plowing a field and he's just like going through it. And it's just like the most like chill, relaxed stream, but it's like, Wait, this is an NFL play. What are you doing up at this hour? Go to bed, bro. Go to bed. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that's last week. And um, yeah. So then week six, finally, we're up to speed. Um, so we have Chiefs beat the Broncos. An incredibly ugly game. There's been a lot of ugly games this week. Yeah. Not a lot of like, oh, it's a great game. I mean, the Dolphins. This whole, this whole NFL season has been ugly. I'm going to be honest. The script's it's, going it, crazy right it, now. Well, it's been like. There's been like one or two teams every week that has like a really solid win. Mm-hmm. Like we uh, we were bugging out a little bit that Carolina was going to beat Miami, and then Miami scored like 38 unanswered. But we'll ignore that. But the Chiefs looked really shaky again. 
And the Broncos defense is bad, or maybe they're finally getting their footing to being good again. I don't know what happened. It's hard on any given day to determine what the Broncos are because if you look around at the talent, I could be convinced that their defense they're good, is good. Yeah. Or but sometimes they don't play well, they let up seventy points. But then they're also on like a fire sale right now where they just traded Randy Gregory to the 49ers who were nothing. For nothing, who had a sack this week. And then um they just released Frank Clark and they said, quote, everybody is on the table. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton, all all potential people that could go. Pat Sertan. Yeah. Wow. Which uh, can't man. wait for one to go to the Eagles or Niners. Yes. Also, what just happened in the game? Jordan Alvarez in second home run of the game. Now four or five um Rangers. Got it's getting close. Getting close. Maybe the eight, or bottom we, of the eighth we might have to change our predictions on the bye. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's just very ugly game. Um, still glad the Broncos lost because I hate Sean Payton. Um, he is a cocky asshole, but whatever. Yeah, and then another. I was gonna say it's funny because a lot of his colleagues at Fox, like they were, oh, they yeah. used to be working together, so you can kind of all tell they're like trying not to criticize him because they used to work for the company. And I wonder if he has a contract. To come he probably back has when he's done. I know they're not trying to criticize him too much, but at a certain point it's like, dude, there's nothing to do bad. but criticize. Like exactly. he chewed out another head coach, lost that team. And then their teams, they're one in five. One in five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's rough. It's rough. They're up. In, and uh, they just got Denver. a new owner too. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, they also lost in front of Taylor Swift. So there's an added bonus to that. Um, also this week, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what was in the water. Bad teams are winning. Um, so the Browns beat the 49ers, which I actually have a very strong opinion about the Browns. Um, very ugly game. The weather was God awful. Um, I think what Debo Samuel went down, Christian McCaffrey went down, and Trent Williams went down for like a little bit, but then he went right back in and then shoved a dude. Uh, and then no, he depleted yeah. a dude. <laughs> Let me make that very clear. Um, there was like a brawl during the game. There was a lot of fights this week, actually. Um, but yeah, that was just a really ugly game out in Cleveland, which no one's surprised there. Um, I mean, Brock Purdy didn't look great. I mean, I think, honestly, if the kicker doesn't shank the field goal at the end of the game, I think we got a very different opinion about Brock Purdy's game. And it's like, all right, he had a kind of a bad game, whatever, but he got them in field goal range. They kicked a field goal, won the game. But now it's like, oh, my God, Brock Purdy's terrible. He's a fraud. He didn't do anything right. He can't do anything unless there's all pros in every position. Well, it's like, okay, let's chill out here. So I definitely think the 49ers are going to bounce back from this. I think that was just one of those bad wins. And honestly, frankly, I think it's always better for a team like to lose early on. So that way they're not so focused on like the undefeated season and all that. Mm. It, it, it takes that pressure yeah. off. And also it's like, all right, it keeps you humble. We can lose. We can lose to pretty good teams. We need to stay focused. So for- I think yeah. in the end, it's going to be good. Fortunately for the 49ers, it didn't feel like a game where and we'll get into the Eagles game. I guess it's good or bad. They look like they have a lot of improvements they can make because it looked like it was more schematically, more talent yes, getting to the yes. next level. Whereas a team like the Eagles, when we get into it, just turn the ball over a ton. Exactly. It and, didn't look like it was necessarily mistakes on the 49ers. It looked like the Browns just played a really good game. Yeah. And the 49ers just maybe a little bit flat. Yeah. And so that was a big shock, though, because it was like you're watching the game naturally and you're like, 49ers will pull away at some point. They'll pull away this drive. They'll get a touchdown. Oh, they missed the field goal. Okay. Oh, they're not going to actually win. Oh, my God. The Browns oh God, are going to win. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, exactly. It was like right up until the end. And then it's like, oh, wait, the, four, the Browns are going to win this game. Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. And then without Deshaun Watson, without Deshaun yeah. Watson, very true. The $230 million man. 
Um, he's also incredibly soft for not playing. I want to make that very clear because um, he was completely medically. He cleared. has a deep rotator cuff contusion. Hmm. So bruise. he has a bruise. Yes. A bone bruise or a bruise of deep rotator cuff contusion. That's what. So he that's bruised what his camp. That's what his camp came out and said. He bruised his muscle. Oh my cool. God. Wow, bro. Bro's got an ouchie. He's got a he's got a boo boo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually leading into that, uh, so the last undefeated team for about three hours was the Eagles. Horrible. Um, uh, the uh-huh. Eagles then played the Jets in Jet Life, and oh my God, this was a bad game to watch for Eagles fans. Yeah. Um, it was a bad game outright. Uh, it was a very ugly game. The Jets defense looks incredible. Um, they didn't have sauce or. Uh, I think CJ Reed, yeah, DJ Reed. DJ Reed. Um, so they're one and two corners they didn't have. Um, and they completely shut down the Eagles offense, um, mostly because the Eagles just continued to repeatedly shoot themselves in the foot. Any chance they got. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Four turnovers. Four I think turnovers. it was three picks. Um, one fumble, three kind of picks. I would well, call it one more, was like a deflection I would call it closer to two fumbles, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The one was like a technical pick, but it was like the ball got kind of punched out and then like up in the air. But yeah, it was more, it was a lot closer to two interceptions, two fumbles, but still um, absolutely, absolute masterclass by um, Robert Sala um, on how to shut down Jalen Hurts and that offense. Um, and also just some bad offensive moves by the Eagles. Yeah. Because like for the Eagles defense, they held the Jets to, uh, what was that? 14 points, I think. Yeah. They were tied. Yeah, it was 14. Yeah. It was 14 and points. And then it was like the basically a pick six. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> where it was like, you got intercepted at the end, and then they kind of And the Eagles in. also let Brees Hall walk into the end zone for time purposes. Just to, yeah. yeah, for time purposes. So. Oh, no, it was 14-13, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Eagles defense, despite all the injuries, I mean, we all know that the Jets offense isn't good, but yeah. the Eagles defense was fine. You held them to 13 they, they points. They did not. You held a team at 13 points. You're injured all over the place in the Kobe Dean's first game back. Slay was out. Jalen Carter was out. Uh, Eli Ricks went down in the middle of the game. Like players were dropping left and right. Lane Johnson went down. Yep. Lane Johnson. Like people were dropping left and right in the Eagles. It wasn't on the defense. It simply, when it comes down to it, was the offense and their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Not even schematically am I really that mad about it. It's the you have a one fumble from the first interception slash fumble was Dallas Goddard dropping a ball. Mm-hmm. And it gets picked off, and you're like, okay, that's unfortunate. It's like, just like a drop balls, pick, whatever. Yeah. It fell right into Quinn and Williams' hands. Like you can't do anything mm-hmm. about it. Move on. Then DeAndre Swift fumbles, and you're like, okay, well, two unlucky things happened to us. Sick. Well, I, also, I, it I wasn't consider... like a fumble. It was like was he like got the ball play. punched out. It was like yeah. a real like that dude came in with like a left hook yep. from God and like punched and, that. And ball And most of the time with fumbles, like, unless it's a repeated issue with five players, I'm usually like, yeah. you know what? You just give it to the defense, or you made a like mistake, you move on. So I was like, you know, two unfortunate things happen. Don't worry about it. Then Jalen Hurts threw two bad interceptions. Like yeah. bad interceptions. And that's good. when I was like, this is really, really, really bad. Because before, like at halftime, I remember the broadcast was like, the Jets must be thrilled to be in this game right now. And they were down by five. And I was like, that is a ludicrous statement. Like the Jets are not in this game at all. They're down 14 to nine. And they're not down nine to 14. And the Eagles have turned the ball over twice deep into the zone. Like they're not even in the same stratosphere as the Eagles right now. And they still weren't the entire game. Not at one point in that game did you doubt who the did you doubt who the best team was on the field. No, it was just the Eagles kept repeatedly mm-hmm. throwing it, like turning the ball over, throwing yeah. the game away. And even at the end, you have a chance. You throw a jump ball down to DeAndre Devonte Smith. Smith. I'm so tired. Um, Devonte Smith fourth down and eight. fourth down. Chuck a with time left. Chuck down a really far pass. Like 
into double least, coverage. I, I don't care what it is. Like run around your run around your behind the line of scrimmage, try to make something happen a little something a little bit You're better. Jalen Hurts, figure yeah. it out. Like make something a little bit better than a big like 50, 60 yard. 50-yard, 60-yard completions are really improbable in the NFL, regardless of who's catching the ball, regardless yeah. of time or situation. Yeah, it, it was just a very ugly game. What did you think? I don't know. Like, just watching, I was sitting there like, okay, the miss, the miss deep ball to A.J. Brown because he stopped running. Cool. It will, it, they'll fix that. Mm-hmm. And I just, as I was sitting there, I was like not even paying attention because I'm like, okay, you know what? It's just an ugly game. We'll fix it eventually. Mm-hmm. Then when there was three, five minutes left, I'm like, what? what are we doing yeah like i saw when i saw hertz throw that really bad interception on third and whatever it was um what was it It was whatever that play was to get to the field goal marker yeah yeah when i saw that i was like what what did he see there that was possible like i don't understand maybe he got undercut or something yeah like you could see the guy right there and i don't know why why hertz is trying to force the ball like what made him good last season was his ability to scramble out the pocket and make and, good decisions and make a decision. Yeah. And he made those really good decisions last season where if he saw Devonte Smith or AJ Brown open on the sideline, mm-hmm. he'll whip it and get it to them. Cause it wasn't always like a bomb necessarily, yeah. but it was just like, you got out of that situation or he would simply just scramble, get out of bounds and survive another down. Yards. Simply yeah. put, he doesn't look comfortable at all this year. I don't he know what's going on. All, he hasn't looked good all year. And I was kind of like, it is what it is. And we, we had talked about on the podcast about how I was like, I'm not really sure he is like an MVP of the league type player that might have been a little bit flash in the pan, but he can still be top eight quarterback and will still be fine mm-hmm. the year. But he's just not playing well. He doesn't look comfortable in the offense. It's not for lack of weapons, not for lack of offensive line or running game. Unless you want to call it play calling, but Brian Johnson's Jalen Hurts' guy. Like I can't I don't yeah. think it's good. Yeah. I don't think Jalen Hurts is gonna complain about the OC. And I mean, if it is the OC, figure it out, but it it is really strange. Just a weird ass game. Mm-hmm. Really, really weird. I mean, I don't really feel much discouraged from the Eagles' point of view because I'm like, unless the team's going to turn us over four times again. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we honestly, I'm glad we lost this game. We should not win a football game by turning the ball over four times. Mm-hmm. I think, like, being optimistic, this is probably one of the better things to happen to us. I mean, yeah, we lost to the Jets, but it's like, it's kind of a wake up call for the entire team. Like, the last five games we played, they were ugly wins, like all of them. Like yeah. I don't think one of those games, besides the Vikings, but even they almost came back on us. But I mean, the problem with the loss is, and a lot of people have been, this is not like a breaking news type of thing. The next six games for the Eagles are Dolphins at home, which is going to be a tough game. Commanders on the road, which I don't care what anyone says, it's a division game on the road. Yeah. Cowboys at home, Chiefs on the road, Bills at home, 49ers at home. Mm-hmm. That is a brutal next six games. So yeah. You're looking hopefully to go four and two, three and three. So you're gonna lose football games, and mm-hmm. that was one you really want to have back. You needed that cushion because yeah. especially if you lose to the Cowboys when you play them soon, and then you start losing these other games, you're gonna lose a division lead. So this mm-hmm. was a game where it was like, I would have rather had this horrible game against the Dolphins, just got blown out mm-hmm. and moved on, whereas we had a really winnable game. That we lost. Like that was a W on the schedule mm-hmm. that we didn't have it before. Yeah, but and it's the same thing with the Cowboys. They lost to the Cardinals a game that they definitely shouldn't have lost. Yeah, so it's I'm like, not sure the Cowboys are actually that good. Well, I, I'm not jinxing anything. <laughs> the NFC Beast is no longer the NFC Beast. <laughs> uh, back to the NFC Least. <laughs> it was a great one season. <laughs> it was a great one season where we were all kind of good. <laughs> all right, all right, and then kind of the final uh, game that was like of really big note this past week. Uh, was the Bills beat the Giants 14 to 9. 14 to 9. And I am not going to lie, probably one of the worst football games I've watched in a while. <laughs> like, that was 
disgusting yeah from top to bottom <laughs> because i know i always joke about how like oh neither team wants to win blah, blah blah whatever no one wanted to win this game no absolutely nobody wanted to win this game besides like bobby okariki on the giants and like sometimes josh allen like that was it those were the only people that wanted to win it was unreal how bad this game was um and also just wanted to give a quick update on uh damien harris uh the bills running back that uh went down during the game very scary scene that was terrifyingly reminiscent of uh damar hamlin uh he is totally okay um he had he went in with for a neck injury i believe so that's why it seemed like it was much worse than it was but they were just taking a lot of precautions um he had full uh feeling in all of his extremities and everything he's already out of the hospital um he said he's in good spirits and i believe he's in concussion protocol right now um and he's in there uh they listed as like a neck sprain um so i think the big thing was he was like he had a lot of like neck pain in the the back of his neck obviously and they were like okay we're not playing any games with Mm -hmm. this we need to make sure this is all right but he seems like he's totally fine i i I know some people talking in the league the bills got to get rid of that damar hamlin ambulance that was that's just that i know i know what you're trying to do with the awareness of his situation and all and like there's a lot of great things that there's a lot of great things they've done um they did a whole entire training the student athletes here yeah how to use ads and cpr through damar hamlin but to to bring out a ambulance to remind you of the time that damar hamlin went to cardiac arrest on a football field is just not that's not the time i don't know i get the bills ambulance like yeah sure whatever yeah, yeah. but the the jerseys in the back that's, like that's just and also it wasn't them yeah it was the cincinnati people that did that mm-hmm. I, yeah just i didn't understand that yeah i think they're just trying to promote like i understand the the jester and i'm not trying to like i wouldn't say yeah. that anyone needs to be like fired or lose their job no, 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 but no, like god no let's just it, realize how yeah. that plays out on tv it doesn't it doesn't look good especially you're never bringing in an ambulance out into the field for good any good reason for any so good it's reason. like oh remember that time this guy died on the field and we saved him it's like yeah let's not think about that actually <laughs> yeah it's just i i saw the pictures of that guy wasn't watching the game and i was like yeah okay i did however see when the giants were up like three nothing it's like in the middle of the second and i was just like what's going oh don't on worry here? six nothing six nothing oh, okay yeah and then um tyrod taylor made the biggest brain move to audible <laughs> into a run with 12 seconds on the clock on the one yard line ran the ball the bills stopped them immediately and then they didn't have any timeouts so then they went into half without any points and dable looked like he wanted to rip his head off amazing clock management amazing on this game's note did you see the bozo on twitter who was saying stuff about uh daniel jones what was he saying? some md on twitter was tweeting about how like Daniel Jones should never play another NFL snap again. He has like cervical instability and um, according to who <laughs> himself apparently <laughs> cervical instability needs a fusion to his neck and he'll never be able to play again with his vertebrae fused like that. And someone was like, "Where are you getting your information from? Like the video? <laughs> yeah, like what are you talking about? It was absolutely ludicrous. Like blew up and everything. It was like, oh my god, they just gave Daniel Jones all this money and you can't play anymore. It was like. What? That's not his doctor. It's yeah, like, like, it's like bro casually just violated HIPAA on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> like dude is an MD. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's either two options. One, he violated he HIPAA and is yeah. about to get his license removed. <laughs> or two, he has no idea uh, yeah. what he's talking yeah. about. I just saw that's that. insane. I just saw because I mean a lot of people know Brian Suter who does uh the breakdowns usually oh, so like quick, stuff, so yeah. quick, yeah, when injuries happen. And he tweeted when he quote tweeted it, I saw it and I was like, he was like, What's this bozo doing? And yeah, I was like, like, what are you like, talking about? Just a super strange situation. Very but strange. Hopefully, Daniel Jones gets well soon for his own sake. Yeah, but for as an Eagles fan, I really could care less. But 
I just don't want him to be hurt. As an NFL fan, as a yes. person, yes. you would love him to get well. But as an Eagles fan, as a future doctor, exactly. <laughs> I, I would love my patients <laughs> to all, all be perfect. Yet better. Yes. <laughs> but as an Eagles fan, you can take mind. it or leave it. Yeah, it doesn't affect me too much. Exactly. Um, but yeah, basically, long story short, really awful game. No one wanted to win. Uh, Tyrod Taylor decided to do the two minute drill at the end of the game. Marched all the way down the field, and the refs blew a call. But I'm yep. not going to blame the refs for this game at all, considering the Giants were absolutely terrible the entire game. Also, it's like better for you if the, if the Giants are bad. Because my whole thing is like it's better, but it's also like losing in that way just really sucks. Because it's like yeah. everybody knows that that was a hold. Everybody knows that mm-hmm. they should have gotten at least one more shot. Which someone tweeted that he was being held longer than Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers <laughs> that was hilarious. That was insane. <laughs> that was utterly insane. But yeah, that's where it's like. A lot of Giants fans are like, oh, no, no, no. I've actually seen a lot more response from people that aren't Giants fans, like being more mad about the <laughs> non-PI call because they're like, oh, it's the script. They want the Bills to be good. And Giants fans are like, we know it. <laughs> like, I knew it from the beginning that they weren't going to win this game. And everybody was like, no, look, they're about to score. And I'm like, I've seen too many Giants games to know that this is going to go horribly. And it did. The worst feeling in sports is when you don't think you're going to win a game, then you have a chance, and then you lose because you're stuck in this limbo of like, I am i didn't expect us to win. But we so got that's really okay. close. But I was so, this was me after game two of the Phillies game. Where yeah. I was like, I didn't, like, we were up 1 0. I didn't think we were going to get two in Atlanta. But then we were up and just bolted up. Blew the game yeah. last on Austin Riley home run. So I was like, hold on. I was expecting it to be 1 1. It is 1 1. I shouldn't be mad. But I just but spent the whole time watching this game. Too long. We almost went up 2 0. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, oh, it's yeah. the most frustrating feeling. No, it really is. Because I knew from the beginning that the Giants were going to win this game, and I was right. <laughs> But you wish you weren't. Right? I really wish I wasn't because hey, the first half forty line was free. You're not a Giants fan. Oh no, right? Yeah. I'm a Forty Niners fan. Yeah. I will say if if Darren Waller catches that pass one handed with the dude draped over him to win the game, I thought he Buffalo, almost had that. Perform that that is catch of the year. That is yeah. insane. He almost had it too. Because like right here, well, yeah, because the dude's like literally dragging him mm. down. So it's like if he manages to palm that. Two feet in with a dude on him, like an and one oh to win the game. God. That is that needs to be the NFL logo. That would have been incredibly tough. That would have been the next Madden cover. Right that would have been the next Madden cover. That would have been insane. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's the horrible Giants game. Um, other week line, uh, other week six storylines. Uh, so CJ Stroud is still good at football. Uh, yes. No one's surprised. Um, I just go. I'm happy for him because very happy. The everything with the test, like the intelligence test that they had, or the processing test that they had to take um, mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Like that was a low score. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know about his that. QBR no one's, is higher than his yeah, no, one's, no one's done that before. He didn't take many risks in college, yeah. and people wondered how dynamic he is. And he's been by far, like, he far might, and away, he might be the top, a top twelve, top fourteen yeah. quarterback in the league yeah. outright this year so far, not including rookies. And some of the other rookies have looked very questionable. Very strong, very strong. So very happy for CJ Stroud. Also, the tech, whole Texans organization, like they got it going over there right now. They do. Three and three. D'Amico Ryans has those guys playing really well. Yeah. Young players all over the place. Let's be three and three in their situation. Yeah. And they don't have their draft pick because because they, they get, traded to get Will Anderson. Because which, they traded to get Will Anderson, which is looking great because they're playing really well right now. So yeah. they're building a good culture. They don't have yeah. their picks. So it's not like they're missing out on getting a stud. Yeah, exactly. Because they're playing well. So I mean, kudos to the Texans. Really like flip yeah. this thing around real quick after the Sean Watson leaves. Yeah, that was I I'm so happy for the Texans right now because you're right. It's a very young team. Like and you got like players breaking out left and right. Like Nico Collins 
Yeah. Who would have thought he would Who heard of us? Tank yeah. Dell. Yeah, Tank Dell, also he, great. Damien like, Pierce, still like, yeah. he's still knew about solid, him, but yeah. still like really good running back. Robert Woods kind of came out of the nowhere yeah, he's, recently. He's, he's still coming really back well. again. You have he, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Is Dalton yeah, Schultz has been crazy. Like, solid tight end. He's, he's CJ's really favorite target. Well, yeah, because yeah, he's like a very reliable veteran tight end. Um, their defense, they got a lot of young players flying around out there. Will Anderson still looks like like a game wrecker, not up to the level of like a true superstar how's yet. How's Stingley been playing? I haven't really got Stingley's been all right. I think he's been like hurt like a decent amount, whatever. Yeah. He's been okay. He hasn't really played up to his like potential of being up there with like a Sauce Gardner or like even like a JC Horn or something like that. But he's he's been solid. I think he's still got plenty of potential to be a great corner in the NFL. Um, because he's like what twenty three. Like oh, oh no, he's got so little time it's to over. get ready. Yeah, it's over. No, I'm not. I'm not giving up on Derek Stingley yet. Um, because as our friend Jacob pointed out, he's got some of the best footwork and like true technique as a corner, like I've ever seen. Like it's immaculate what he's able to do. So I still got faith that he'll, he'll be able to figure it's that. It's helpful out. to have a good culture around him because last year he was yeah. in a not so great culture. So then this year to have a positive culture yeah. to really like, and also D'Amico Ryan's is a defensive guy. Yeah. Like he, he'll be able to figure mm. it out. Yeah. Also just really incredible at CJ Stroud with a lack of weapons. I don't want to say like a lack of weapons, but un- like not great, like not high end weapons. Yeah. No OC as like his head coach mm-hmm. is able to do this. And across the league, like if you look at someone like Bryce young, I would say Bryce young, like Adam Thielen's better than anybody on the Texans. Any receiver. Any yeah. Receiver. I'd say yeah. Adam Thielen's definitely a better number one. Yeah. And then he's also got Frank Gregg as offensive coordinator. They just got Miles Sanders for running back, yeah, who was really yeah. good last year. I know the offensive lines are hard to tell, but I mean Bryce Young's in as good or better of a situation potentially. Than yeah, because like um, CJ Stroud, like they got the the rookie Mingo from uh, Ole Miss. Yep. Um, he should like he should be solid. There's like another guy that's uh, DJ Shark. I think. Yeah, Shark's yeah. on the Shark's on the yeah. So he should also be good, but they're just not playing as well because they don't. Their quarterback isn't playing well. It's just. CJ Stroud's the better quarterback, and he's really he showing is. up right Bryce now. Bryce Young really can't is. see over the O line. He might beat the Ohio yeah. State QB allegations. He might might. break it because Justin Fields certainly ain't. <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah. guy is. Every, he's in hell. I mean, he had these two weeks where you thought, oh, maybe he's gonna maybe be good. He's good. He had that really good Commanders game. He had that really good half, <laughs> yeah. first half when they played the Broncos. But dude, this week was just non existent. I mean, that was the Vikings defense. And they put up six points? 13, I think. 13? Yeah. Okay, maybe they got a touchdown in there. They had a chance to, you know, win the game or tie it or whatever in the end. And Bryce Young absolutely 13. Yeah, died. Uh, It was a real barn burner at first where it was 6-3 to three going yeah. to like yeah. half or something like that. I think they both scored touchdowns like right at the end of the game. I I think yeah. what I've seen from Justin Fields the last couple of weeks, just the roller coaster ride, I'd absolutely move on from him mm-hmm. if you can get Drake May or Caleb Williams. You get rid of You I get rid of Everflus, you kind of move on from fields if you can manage to draft a better qb you could trade him somewhere. yeah i just i would know as a bears fan or as a bears organization that if maybe he's not a quarterback this year the whole plan is to get a new quarterback mm-hmm. because yeah. i just simply do not think he's good enough you know where would be a good place to send justin fields uh new england because mac oh. jones is terrible oh, good segue look at that yeah mac jones is awful did he get benched during this game i think i don't remember i don't know if we got benched i don't this think game, so because i think people would have made a big deal yeah but like he in. he it has been like put out there that he's on a very short leash um that he um, just he got benched for one play oh um, no malik cunningham never saw the field never mind okay never mind but um yeah so mac jones bad yeah end of story i feel don't you dare say you feel bad for him. Don't no, you dare. Don't no, you dare. No, no. No. Don't you dare. No. Don't you dare. I am just going to say, I do not know how to evaluate the Patriots offense because non-existent. I, 
Like the whole the whole entire offense because the offensive line is not good. Nope. Nope. The receivers are not good. Nope. The nope. tight ends are actually kind of good. Those are good. That's yeah. it. That's all they have. And the quarterback is I know he's not good, but I'm not really sure what he has to work with. Like I don't listen, I don't think Max Jones is the answer. Like whatever you do, like the Patriots suck. So if you have a chance to get like one of the guys, like go get the guys. Mm-hmm. But Dare I say Drake May? Yeah, Shadur Sanders, Tom Shadur Brady's Shadur. understudy. Oh my Going god! The Unbelievable. Tom Brady comes back. He's the OC. He's the OC. Oh my, oh my god. god! He recruits Prime to he be DC. Prime. Oh my oh god! No. He gets poached immediately. Yeah, I mean, like obviously we played up at the Mac Jones is like really bad, but yeah, you're right. But he like, is also bad. He yeah. is. He's bad. But he's not a starting quarterback. He's bad. We meme that he's worse than he is but the team also is just really bad around him so it makes him look worse yeah um there there's honestly like a lot of quarterbacks in the league right now who just are, are not bad good. situations i think we talked about it maybe last time just there's a lot of quarterbacks who just aren't good enough like yeah. to win to win games and to be yeah. factors on teams i mean yeah. that's just how simply how it is yep yeah that's and actually is one of them so maybe he has flashes same, i mean same with justin fields like Mm-hmm. He's just not going to win you a Super Bowl. No, he's not. He's not going to win you four games in the playoffs. Nope. Same thing with Mac Jones. So, wonder what they'll do. It's always like it's just kind of like the whole Patriots charade is they're not really good, and you're constantly worrying about or wondering what they're going to do with their quarterback. And that's just not a good situation to be in. Yeah. At least with the Bears, you're like, all right, Justin Fields is playing every single game the rest of the season. Yeah. Mac Jones, like every every time Bill Belichick gets talked to, it's like, oh, who's gonna who's gonna replace who's gonna, who's gonna, gonna replace him, him or yeah. who's playing him instead? So it's always yeah. like I don't like the ring around the rosy. Just Say he's your guy for the entire year. Make a decision. And go from there. Yeah, make a decision. Um, two other, th- I guess a couple other things. Like, Dolphins are back. No one was really surprised. They kind of bounced back game against the Panthers. We were really worried when they were down 14-0, and then they just were like, oh, yeah, we need to play football. And then they just scored every single point after that um, and then didn't look back. I love that. It was 14 nothing, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to put so much money on the Dolphins to come back and win the game. And the Dolphins are still favored to win the game. And I said, there's no point. <laughs> there's, no point <laughs> there's no point in no point putting money on this game yeah. because I was like, I still don't, I don't like minus money. I don't like putting money on yeah, them. But exactly. I was like, I'm certainly not putting money on the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So I, but it was just funny to see 14, nothing with not like a ton of time left in the first quarter. And it'd be like, yep. The Dolphins are still favored. They did yeah, exactly what still, you thought they would do. And yeah. they just, just steamrolled them. And then did Carolina made... score again? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I, Let's do a quick old. Check oh, that is college football. I mean, uh, they scored one other time. So think about this: they were up fourteen zero in the first quarter. They lost forty two twenty one. They gave up uh, twenty eight unanswered. That's and that's just how you lose football games. Yeah. Oh, damn, bad day for Miami teams. Yeah. UNC murdered them too. Yeah, well, not really. Well, but... actually, they gave up. I believe at minimum twenty eight. Let me check the actual play by play. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but whatever. The, you know the point you know, stands. Yeah, the point stands. Um, also, Cooper Cup's back. Yeah, very good to have him like actually back playing very well. Um, Puka we Nakua. Lost, we lost Puka Nakua. Puka yeah. Nakua got Cooper Cup back at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? We lost the Puka Nakua Linsanity run. Um, but yeah, I think Puka Nakua now is back into the being the number two or three receiver on that yeah. team, and he's not going to get nowhere near the amount of looks that Cooper Cup is getting. Yeah. Um, as soon as he came back, you could just see Matt Stafford's eyes just constantly going back <laughs> over to Cup with good reason. But you were just yeah. like, Damn. "Oh, Puka, you're good. You're old news champ." Damn it, Puka. Puka, he was so good. You're just a rebound, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was. He was a rebound. <laughs> oh my. God, he was a rebound. Um, and then yeah, the just Rams, are, Rams sneaky good. Yeah, Rams are sneaky good. Wild card spot, maybe. Sneaking a wild card, you never know. They could be frisky. Um, 
And when then, we talk about when we talk about the Bengals uh, Seahawks game, yeah, it was kind of very strange. very bad game, but also happened. like exactly yeah. crucial <laughs> for the standings. Yes, no, very important for both of them, but just a bad game. Yeah, Here we go, Jose Altuve, one one out left. Jose Altuve, bottom of ninth, two. Outs. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for the Astros because I want the series to go longer. Yeah, so that way they're retired. Um, Whatever. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, Bengals beat the Seahawks, which is huge for the Bengals to get to three and three. Yeah, mm-hmm. like absolutely massive. I mean, yeah. can't understate that division with how junked up everything is right yeah. now. Huge, and the Seahawks three and two. I mean, Seahawks are a good football team, but I just don't like. They're like yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's just you. I don't trust them. Their offensive line is horrible. Yeah, because like Charles Cross was good last year. He was like their rookie uh, tackle, but he hasn't been playing as well recently. I mean, like obviously you have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Um, Dude, DK was having a weird. Yeah, he was throwing fits all. He was over fighting the field. people on the field. Well, DK does that every once in a while. Well, yeah. like, he'll just go and fight people. Yeah, but he's like short circuit or something. Like what? I don't know what's wrong with him. And also, it was like <laughs> too much cor- muscle. The corner, like yeah, we got to take get off of roids. Um, because the there was the one that like the corner was like just kind of standing there and like walking away from him, yeah. and then he like tried to shove him, and then the corner like didn't do anything, and yeah. then he just like punched him in the face. And it's like why? Like what's the Why'd point? You run down the field and like. They wouldn't throw in the ball and like throw a fit on the field. I was just like, "What's going on here?" Like, I don't know. Your team was very three, weird. Three one. I mean, and obviously a frustrating game. You put up thirteen points against the Bengals, which is anything to write home about. But weird game. Just, I mean, that's going to be so crucial for both teams. Like this game right here is going to be a huge game. Altuve hit the nope. trash cans. No, never mind. All right, Rangers up 2-0. Rangers up two zero. Oh, they, they had an absolute nuke to the outfield. Yep. <laughs> nice. I one of the fun things about baseball is so off topic is that. If you're the home team, if you're in the stadium or TV, you always think that ball, if it looks like it got hit relatively hard, is out of the park. And you'll know like, the pitcher is non concerned at all about it because they know where that ball got hit. Yeah. Same thing with the catchers and the rest of the team. But the whole entire like, stadium <gasps> is like, oh, and, and it's, it's like, like oh. a pop fly that some, yeah. i mean when pop flies can go deep, but they never actually had a chance to go over if you hit them up too high, like, even if it goes out 360 feet in center field. It might look like the center field is going back far, but that ball had never a chance of going out because it wasn't. It was just. It was always it's too down. too much of a steep like down angle, yeah, on it. So, but it's always funny because it would be like that's certainly out. Because even when uh in the Phillies game where uh Harper, no um, Acuna, Acuna yeah. hit that ball out. Oh, I thought that catch was gone. Wait, I thought it was gone too. Cause I was of course being a cynical fan, but like when I went back and watched it on replay, I was like, that was that ball never looked like it was going out. No. Yeah. Like, so Rojas kind of took the worst path ever to catch that. Yeah, he made that way more. But he made a highlight reel, so it's fine. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, that's just a fun. When you're at a, when I was at a Pirates game, every time the ball got oh, yeah. remotely hard, everyone was like, "Yes!" And it was like, "No, it's 50 feet it was like a it was like a line drive to the outfield." It's yeah. like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, also just lots of injuries in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Kind of bouncing. Back. I hate to see it. Just lots of injuries all over the place. Uh, you really, yeah, you do hate to see it. Uh, the Giants injury report, by the way, if you want to laugh, just look that <laughs> one up. There was, you had to scroll through it. Um, their entire offensive line uh, was basically out. They had a dude, uh, so Justin Pugh, uh, who was a longtime, <laughs> yeah, Giants, I heard longtime Giants guy. Um, he was a guard for them for a while. Then he was at the Cardinals for a little bit, and then he got hurt. The Giants signed him to the practice squad last week. They then told him, okay, you're going to play left guard. And he's like, okay, cool. So he's been practicing for a week. He's going to play left guard. And then they're like, okay, well, one of our, our right tackle is like kind of like he may or may not play. We might also have you work in a right tackle. And he's like, okay, cool. Game goes on. Like three plays in, left tackle goes down. Mind you, this is the third string left tackle that goes down. And they're like, hey, can you play left tackle? And he's like, 
well, I've only played five snaps of left tackle in the past seven years. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear his uh, introduction? Like it was straight like, off the couch. Yeah, straight <laughs> off the couch. Yeah, um, it's just so funny. There's been so many injuries, and yeah, it's been bad. I mean, some of it's going to come back to the turf. People have been there has been a big discussion right now about the turf in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, all the reason for all these injuries is not turf. I can promise it's you that. It's not just turf, but, but turf definitely doesn't help. Yeah, turf definitely doesn't help. Um, I'll just be curious to see what happens with all the injuries. The Eagles are really banged up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they rested some of their like. I feel like Slay and Carter would have been good to go, but they were like, "Oh, it's, a Jets. it's just Let's a rest game." Yeah, and then they lost, so <laughs> that worked out really well. And then we got more injured. So <laughs> yes, like, yeah. again, at what yeah. cost? <sighs> that MetLife turf, man. It's Ugh. it's like running on concrete. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, well, honestly, I think all NFL stadiums pretty much are going to switch over to grass because of the World Cup coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they see a lot of money, they're like, oh yeah, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> so MetLife is in the running for the World Cup final. Yeah, I did see that, which is New Jersey on top. Genuinely hilarious that they we have to, like the European mind cannot comprehend <laughs> the parking lot that is MetLife Stadium. <laughs> like it is, it is a gigantic air conditioner in the shadows of New York City with the largest parking lot you've ever seen. And it's going to be so funny to try to like watch Europeans try to tailgate. And it's going to be so entertaining. You have entered East Rutherford, East New, Rutherford Jersey. New Jersey. And for fun fact, There's actually... People who have never been in the United States who are going to East Rutherford, New Jersey for, their, <laughs> for the like, World Cup final. Like, yeah. So this is what the United States is yeah, like. Yeah, they went from Qatar to New Jersey. Jersey. To East Rutherford. North, North Jersey. Yeah. Also, fun fact, I did my EMT class across the river at um whatever that hospital is there and uh my emt uh teacher was like oh yeah um by the way if i ever go down in the middle of class uh don't take me to the hospital downstairs please take me somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) he's like don't take me down here please Um, don't do it please don't do it yeah and so to kind of wrap up week six uh we got cowboys chargers uh and actually about like maybe 15 20 minutes kellen moore Um, revenge game it's a kellen moore revenge game uh, what are our thoughts? Cowboys or Chargers or Ty? <laughs> so, well, Ty, listen, Ty's on the table. <laughs> it's always Ty? on the table. Yeah, oh God. I mean, for me, it's like, I I mean, if Nathan, not Nathan, oh, what, uh, do stay, what's his name? Brandon Staley? Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. <laughs> Too many. Spawn. I was going to say, <laughs> you were going to say Deuce Staley. That was a crazy yeah. one. <laughs> but Brandon Staley, yeah. Um, if he coaches well, Chargers have this. Oh, yeah. Kellen Moore's going to carry the offense. He always does. Uh, if Brandon Staley does Brandon Staley type behaviors, they're going to lose to the Cowboys. But the Cowboys also have looked really shaky too against good defenses. So could go. Yeah, but are the Chargers a good defense? Well, Khalil Mack just came off a six sack game yeah. and has and had a bye week to rest, so he might be coming True. in at full strength. Mm-hmm. And if Dak Prescott sees Khalil Mack coming off the edge and with the fire in his eyes, um, that might be a little bit bad. Dude, imagine if the Cowboys were three and three. Oh my god. That'd be, be so amazing. As a 49ers fan, I'd be so happy. Also, I'm, I'm, I know I, this is not like an unpopular pick. I mean, if you look at the line, it's one and a half. Money it's a, it's going to be a close game. I think the Chargers are going to win. Uh, they're at home. They well, have, they're coming off a bye. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> Well, I guess more for the team. It's yeah. not like a fan base like support. It's more of like they don't have to travel. Yeah, they don't have to travel. They're at home. Austin Eckler's back. They had a bye week. Oh, right. Austin Eckler. Uh, and I just yeah, don't. Chargers have this. And I just don't think the Cowboys are that good. Yeah, like this would be by far their biggest win of the entire season, heads and shoulders above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. Justin, I think just Justin Herbert will play well in prime time. And yeah, take the Chargers. All right, that'll be a huge win for them too because they need all the yeah 
help in the oh standings. Oh my god! Speaking of the game, Austin Eckler's helmet knocked off as Chargers Cowboys throw hands and warm up. Oh sick! Let's go! The Chargers are winning. Oh personal. yeah! I also forgot to mention that there was a huge fight in the Bills Giants. Oh yeah! That uh, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams were just throwing people. Uh, <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau was giving us our our best look of a jujitsu defense. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, li- literally looked like an MMA fight. Yeah. I have no idea what was happening. Uh, Diggs tried to fight Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, at some Diggs point. tried to fight Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence didn't even move. Uh, Josh Allen tries to run full speed into Bobby O'Carrier, a linebacker, who just hugs him and then pulls him away from the melee immediately, <laughs> knowing if anybody were to hit him the benches would clear and yep. they would all die. So he was like, please, we are getting out of here. Um, and yeah, that was actually, that was really funny. Yeah. Because it, it was also hilarious. I, was I didn't like, see it at all. No, my God. It was like, it was really funny. Because it was like, one of the tackles in K1 Thibodeau were like, kind of like, beefing whatever they kind of like throw themselves onto a pile the dude was kind of like pushing at Kayla doing or whatever and then Dexter Lawrence comes flying in this big body just knocks this dude like five feet away it's a whole melee and then it just like cuts back and then like it shows what they would know and that tackler is still up to and like they would know on his back like doing the full like little brother like legs kicking <laughs> like trying to get him to stop trying to punch him and the dude's still trying to like grab his leg and stuff it was like what is this game so yeah, only further is my point that that was the worst game I've ever seen. Time for some power rankings. Yeah, time for some power rankings. Oh, All yeah. right. Also, pit football one. Yeah. yeah, shout out pit football. Shout uh, out pit football. You know, always, Christian always beats, Bayer, always beats that one ranked opponent every year to make you every think year. that this, we're good. This is a classic one. Uh, also, I definitely got pneumonia from this game, but whatever. <laughs> Moving on, Justin. You know, what are your power wear, rankings? Do you not wear a coat in the cold? Uh, no, I took my shirt off for good luck at one point. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I definitely know. Yeah. Anyway, Justin, what are your power rankings? First things first, I want to say, I don't have any idea what to do with the power rankings right now. Teams that are kind of good are not either playing well or they have re- recent losses, but also there's teams who, there's not really that many teams who are just like winning games. And if they are winning games, like we know they're not like, we know the Texans are a top five football team, even yeah. though they're winning games. So I'm going to keep the 49ers at number one. I think the Browns are a decent team and I know Peter thinks so as well. I think Browns are a decent team, probably like border top 10. So I don't think it's a shameful loss. I'm going to put the Chiefs at two. You get credit for winning a game, get, winning games. The Chiefs only lost to the Lions in week one. It's Lions are good, and it was week one. Bron- I mean, Dolphins at three. They only had the one blemish, but they also got killed by the Bills. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say that they're at three right now. For the Eagles, again, same situation. Like, Do I believe that they're going to ever turn the ball over four times again the rest of the season? Probably not. So it keeps them there. And then five. I don't want to do it because I don't really believe in them, but it's the Lions. They're Lions are really, really good. They, they are that team that's been winning football games consistently. They look good. They don't they haven't had any bad losses or anything. So I got to give credit where credit's due. If the Chargers win tonight, I could start to see them climbing up into there. Um, the Bills are off because they played a horrible game in MetLife, and they horrible game in MetLife was in MetLife. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was, it was in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, they played a horrible. Oh, no, yeah, horrible. Yeah, I was thinking of looking that way. Um, played a horrible game in Buffalo, and then they got beaten by the Jags pretty handedly in London. Yeah. So I, the Bills are not looking great right now. So that's where I'll go: 49ers, Chiefs, Dolphins, Eagles, Lions. Yeah, I I think right now Dolphins are, like, obviously I'm not saying like I don't think the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl. I still think the 49ers are a better team, but right now the Dolphins look like a better team just based off this past week because of how like out of sorts the 49ers looked and because of their like big bounce back, I think next week the 49ers easily can bounce back mm-hmm. and show that they are the best team in the league again. 
But I think right now the Dolphins do look better, just generally on offense. Um, and the defense is solid enough that they can probably keep up. Because if you're going to go into a shootout with the Dolphins, they're going to win. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, they're just going to. They have way too much speed. Um, that's why the, the Dolphins at one, the 49ers at two. Chiefs at three, again. I have Chiefs and, and then Eagles. Um, just because, like, again, they're both, they both kind of look shaky. They both look like they're still on a Super Bowl hangover, even though it's week six. Of the <laughs> someone, next someone didn't tell them. Um, someone didn't tell them that they need to start playing good uh, to actually make the playoffs. Um, even though their divisions aren't that good, uh, they still need to, you know, win them. Yep. Because um, they both, like, they'll, they will figure it out. Um, the Chiefs and Eagles kind of have, like, similar problems where um, they look a little bit shaky on offense and defense, whatever. Um, but I think the Chiefs are just a little bit more consistent right now. But I think they both look very similar. The Chiefs, the Chiefs' defense looks good regardless. Like yes. no questions asked. The Eagles' defense still looks a little bit shaky, looks, exactly. and both offenses exactly. look shaky. Exactly. So it's just the Chiefs' defense is a little more consistent. The Chiefs' offense, because they have Travis Kelsey, who's always going to be good, is just like he's like a safety valve for Patrick Mahomes. And you know, I'm not getting bad against Andy Reid not being able to figure out an offense. And also, now that I'm looking at the Browns' schedule and who they played, I think I'm going to actually put the Lions at five, too. Okay. Um, just because, like, now that I'm really looking at this and diving deep into it, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a great win. I do think the Browns have a lot of potential. I think you're, I think they're, like, just out of the top five. Um, but, like, the way the Lions look, it's just, like, they're just winning games. And they're winning games well. And they are a young team. They're a hungry team. And Dan Campbell's got to bite kneecaps. And I think... Here's the question. If the Browns had Jared Goff, would the Browns be better than the yes. Lions? Okay. That defense is insane. And I think Jared Goff is a much more consistent quarterback than uh, either Deshaun Watson or P.J. Walker. Yeah. Well, the fact that P.J. Walker was better than Sean Watson. But, it's <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think if Goff is – I think if they switch quarterbacks, I think that the uh, Browns are significantly better because that defense is unreal. That division – Ravens, Browns. It's t- every year. It's just every um, year we um, think. The hood of the NFL. Every year we think, oh, this team's going to be dominant forever. Nope. Nope. Because, nope. <laughs> I mean, what, last week the Browns lost to the Steelers. No, last <laughs> no last week no. Steelers beat Ravens. Oh, Steelers beat Ravens. Yeah, Three yeah, weeks yeah. ago, was it? Yeah, it was like three weeks ago they lost to the Steelers. Then they, beat the, then they beat the Titans. Then they beat the Ravens last week. And then they beat... Niners, so they're going on a bit of a streak. Yeah. They play the Colts, Seahawks, Cardinals, all winnable games. That's that's a good schedule. It's a good You're, stretch. And like if, I mean, hopefully his deep rotator cuff contusion really heals up. <laughs> Go play, bro. Whatever. Uh, I, my, I, I look at my list, and I'm like, this could be different every week, and it has been different every week. But one of the Dolphins just right now because 49ers injuries, they looked out of sorts after this week. It'll definitely be updated next week, and I'll have the Niners back up there. Two Niners, they'll figure it out. And then my three, four, and five spot, I think you can just flip it around. No matter, like every week will be different. Yeah. Right now, the Bills Chiefs kind of like in that like three zone where it's like, no, yeah, it's like the Bills like we've seen them at their best, and we've seen them at their worst, and we've seen them at mediocre. Eventually, they'll figure it out. Hopefully, maybe Josh Allen will stop going out there and just doing stuff, and he'll actually think. So are you saying, like, the ceiling of the Bills is, like, bringing them up to, like, that third spot? Yeah. And it's, it's, but it's the floor that's keeping them out of, like, the top yeah. two, essentially? Because okay, we've see seen when Josh Allen and Diggs are on, they're on. Because the, I think you're right with that. Because I think the thing that's been um, interesting about the Bills is that, like, 
one of the big wins this year was against Miami. Mm -hmm. That's a good team. Yeah. So, like, clearly they have the potential to be the best team in the NFL. But then the fact that they literally almost just lost to the Giants, who were starting Tyrod Taylor and a dude that was playing there for a couple weeks mm -hmm. and almost lost to that team. It's like that's insane. That that would easily drop mm -hmm. them out of the top. And that's five. why, and that that stuff kind of matters because you have to go win four games in the playoffs exactly. to go win. So you had to bring some semblance of a good enough game four times in a row. That's why I value when teams can just win games, yeah. even if they're not playing super well like the Chiefs and the Eagles have done when they're not playing well because the Bills are up and down. They're like watching a roller coaster, and it's like you can bring a great game one in the playoffs, but then when you have to go on the road in game two, you can't just drop a dud. You're out. You don't get a redo. Um, it's not that seven-game series or anything like that. And that's why like the inconsistent teams up and down tend to not do well in the playoffs because you have to you have to win four straight games and you don't really get to do that on plain luck. I like that take though of having the Bills and Chiefs kind of super yeah. though. And then same thing with the Chiefs. We've seen them at their best. We've seen them when they're on, but we've also seen them the offense struggle. They're all just, they're just like aggressively mid yeah. right now. They're just fine. And it's like this is my whole take on it. The the, the these all these teams on paper amazing. Like they have yeah. talent everywhere. But they played down to their competition, not above it. That's been a consistent trend this season. Could could you see a world in which like Jerry Judy gets traded to the Chiefs? Potentially. But they would never do it within division trade. But like here's that. the thing, is like if they're really trying to blow it up. I mean, if the Chiefs are offering a first, they would never first, offer a first. Maybe a second. The, the first is always gonna be in the end of the late round. That's true. They're not gonna do anything with it. Even if we want to say like a second for Jerry like if there's not gonna be a better offer for him. You've got to take it for your own team's sake. I mean, listen, the Chiefs own the Broncos. It's not like they're in the, it's not like they're really divisional rivals. It's it's something ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it was Patrick uh, Mahomes never lost. The Broncos have not beaten the Chiefs since the Obama administration. Yeah. What was that? What were we on? Well, we started started the Obama administration. Yeah. Oh damn, now we're at seven. Yeah. Yeah. So damn. I think yeah. the Chiefs have that one move. I think they can make it. I think the Chiefs have one move at receiver they can make in the trade deadline air time frame. Like they well, can make a. I wouldn't say one. They're going to make one. I'm saying. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 I was saying there was more than one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying I think they're going to make a trade at the deadline for a receiver. I'm not saying elite or not, but one that's probably going to be like, yep, the offense is good now. The person I'm really worried about is Devontae. To the Chiefs. Not this year. I mean, you could cancel the season. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Is like I'm not saying this year necessarily, but like it's something. Uh oh, that would be because crazy. He's already got his bag, and it's like a couple yeah. hundred chicks. Can't like DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. I don't know if Diop's that good anymore, so I'm not. But that's also because okay, like... you put him on the Chiefs. He's gonna look good. <laughs> also, oh, I was since I said this during the game. We don't talk about the Titans much because they're so bad. Ryan Tannehill. I don't want him to get. I don't want people to be hurt. But but as it's a lot better yeah. for the freaking Titans for him to be <laughs> yeah. here. Like my god, like I'd rather watch. I don't know if Malik Willis is good. He's probably not good. Get Will Levis in there. Or, or, I'd rather watch them play quarterback, even if they suck, than Ryan Tannehill. I'm not watching a complete definition. He's not even mid quarterback. He's a bad quarterback right now, and I don't want to watch it anymore. So that's my little pitch. Like just get Will Levis in the field. I don't care if he's not ready. Put him on the field. Yeah. Let him figure it out. Like you're le like, oh, it's so bad. Ryan Tannehill. Like I, the, he's at. I don't know. He should not have a starting job because yep. the bad quarterbacks in the league should be the ones who are young or a bridge quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's neither. And if you're really just bad and you're an older quarterback, like a veteran, what, what are you doing? There's no reason for you to be in there. 
So it's their Super Bowl window slammed shut. Yeah, it's not, they're not winning anything. Yeah, like yeah. makes no sense what they're doing, and they're going to get a brand new like two billion dollar stadium being built soon. So that what like Ryan Tannehill can lead his Titans in there? Like, come on, like it's yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. Also, did you see the uh, creamsicle colored? Uh... Those are awesome. Yes, those are <laughs> I'm so happy those are back. The Buccaneers uh, had their throwback creamsicle uniforms. It's like the orange and white. Oh, so good. Those are so good. I'm actually really happy with a lot of the uniforms that the NFL has been rolling out, or at least allowing to roll out. Mm-hmm. Because like, they're, for the longest time, they're like these old stuffy white things that are like, oh, we need to improve the integrity of the game. We can't have... Uh. It's like, dude, stop. Like, think about this. Money. You like money, right? More uniforms means more money, okay? They will buy them. Like, the last night, um, it was the, the Giants had their color rush uniforms, and then the Bills had like their all reds. And it was like a great color mm-hmm. combo. But before, it was like only one team was allowed to have like whatever special uniform. That Kelly Green is going to be a special yeah, day. Kelly Green's going to look sick. Kelly it's going to be awesome. Kelly Green revenge game after a terrible loss. Oh. Uh, no, so that's what I'm saying. It's like what, like one, eventually it's going to be like the Kelly Greens versus like the Giants like all white. Yeah. It's like that's going to look awesome. That'll be sick. That's going to look like an awesome like like uniform combos. Or like you have like, the Chargers like full powder blues against like. Um, no, no, no. Only one team right now can wear the powder blues. That's the Phillies. Anyways, I have Eagles at four, Lions at five. It's going to be different next week. Whatever. We'll check back in next week. Other than that, that's going to be the end of the podcast here. A little bit of a shorter podcast today. Um, Changing our feedback. We'll be back next week, breaking down, I'm sure, another chaotic NFL week. 